he said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> unhinged. Hey guys. Hello. Hometowns, baby. I always, till the end of time, will think of Pilot Pete saying that whenever I think of hometowns. Did he say it as a contestant or The Bachelor? I don't even remember this. I think I'm thinking back to a time he said it as The Bachelor. Okay. That would make more sense. He would yeah. be very um, confident if he was saying it at as, as a contestant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know. I think it was his season and he'd go hometowns, baby. And they just kept replaying that in the promo. So That's I just funny. can't think of hometowns without thinking of Mr. Pilot Pete. Oh, wow. Shout out, Peter, yeah. if you're listening. Um, so we are at hometowns. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's went by so fast. And this is episode six. So it's, there was only six episodes to get to the final four. I don't get why is her season so much shorter than everyone else's? Because this is actually, I think, less episodes than it normally takes. Because remember in the beginning, we were kind of speculating because Reality Steve spoiled that her season would be kind of short or quick. And we're like, well, does something crazy happen where she just like gets fed up and sends home like five guys at once? Like, why is this short? But that hasn't happened yet. It's still a shorter season. So I'm like, the math is not mathing. Well, could it be? I mean, like scheduling and TV programming is always a factor. Could it be like Paradise and Golden Bachelor? Maybe they have more episodes slotted for those shows like coming up later this year so we have to end i don't know yes but i'm still like there's still only a certain amount of rose ceremonies and and like you start with a certain amount of people so i'm just like unless they're getting rid of more people every rose ceremony to intentionally make it shorter right i'm like why is this happening i have no clue i have no clue but here we are nonetheless here we are hometown dates we have aaron joey Dalton, and xavier Let's dive in. I've broken down my notes by person. I did that too. So I guess let's start with Aaron B because he was <laughs> sure. the first. Okay. Um, I would say my biggest takeaway from this is like, I was like, how fuck did Aaron B get to hometowns? I just like remember him. I think it, what he has been most memorable for this whole season has been like his fighting with Brayden. And I like legitimately forgot that him and Charity ever had a connection. And then I just saw him there. I'm like, wait, this guy, he's still here. He has not been sent home yet. I was shook, shook it to my core. I really like him though. And I feel like you are forgetting he had the first date of the season on the Hollywood sign. I don't think you watched that episode. (laughs) Didn't we take that week off? No, it was 4th of July week. That's why. No, I definitely watched it. I guess I'm just like, stuff has happened since. To me, that could have been anyone. I just like, I don't think there was anything specific about Aaron B and Charity together that like Mm -hmm. jumped out at me as like being remarkable. Yeah. So off the bat, she's kind of talking about her feelings for Aaron. And she says that after the first date, she had no doubts that Aaron was her husband. But now he's the, quote, furthest behind. And it's like, mm-hmm. tell us he's going home tonight without telling us he's going home. I know. Home. Spoiler alert. I did think, though, it was very refreshing and iconic for when one of Aaron's family members was asking Charity, like, do you see an engagement at the end of this? And I feel like normally the lead is just kind of like, Yes, I trust the process. Absolutely. Because Mm. the lead is trying to convince the family that this is like not a crazy thing to be doing. And I actually like that Charity was like really honest with them and was like, I don't know, probably not. And I was like, okay, iconic 
queen. We love someone who's just going to like be real and be honest about it. So I really appreciated that. Yeah. Um, I liked that Aaron said that his mom would be toughest. So was, I'm pretty sure it was his mom that asked about yeah. the engagement. And Aaron said that his mom would be toughest on charity because she once locked his ex in a room for 45 minutes to have a chat. And we just like <laughs> breezed over that and everyone was okay with it. And I'm like, wait a second. That did find me quite alarmed. Mm. Shooketh again to your core? Shooketh yet again to my core. Well, I don't know. I How would you feel if you were dating someone and then their parent was locked you in a room for 45 locked, minutes yes. to have a conversation <laughs> with you about something? I just would be so scared. Right. Like, was the girlfriend, like, unable to escape? Was she locked? Was she silenced? Did they... <laughs> or was she silenced? Did they say locked? I'm remembering locked, but I feel like I could be mishearing. I'm pretty sure. Although I don't have a good... um track record for quoting this show flashback to um ballers out there but oh, true but i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure this girlfriend was locked in a room and questioned yeah. by aaron's mom so luckily that didn't happen to charity luckily so the date went i feel like it wasn't <laughs> i think that's a good way to put it because i don't have that much more to say it about Aaron. Super... it was very obvious that he was in last place well that's the thing i feel like when you set up the date and say things like he's the furthest behind and you have doubts it's just like i don't know so i'm already checking out mentally yeah i did think the ending of their date was really cute he got her letterman jacket which means a producer got out their cricket and was making the Letterman jacket mm -hmm, with Charity yeah. and Aaron. Did it say Aaron B on the back or just Aaron? Probably just Aaron. <laughs> no, I feel like I, in Bachelor Land, it would probably be Aaron B. Like they love a first initial in this world. I know. And then, so they're like, why are they on a football field? I don't, I feel like I went to the I'm bathroom. And I, no, I know. I, but they, they, I was I also back. like finishing my dinner when yeah, this yeah, date was happening. Exactly. So a lot was going on. Honestly, I was thrown off again by the, as much as I was so happy that we're starting at eight again, like, thank God we beat yes. out that Jonas Brothers show for this <laughs> slot. And now they're airing at 10 PM. Um, I was a little thrown off of my routine. I feel like I was rushing to get to the TV. Right. But we can't argue both sides. I will say I'm happier with the 8 PM time slot because you guys know we then recap it after yeah. and no, i'm tired I, I it's enough enough is enough but i do i understand like you have less time to like get your shit together before the show mm -hmm. do you really think we beat out the jonas show or or was it always that the bachelorette was gonna go in those time slots like did jonas not deliver i think it's on you yes that's what i think it is i think it's an unusual to change an airing time in the middle of a season because it confuses people and and so i don't think they would do that just like as the standard schedule. I think they were expecting that stupid Jonas Brothers show to perform better. Hence why I got a better slot. Mm. And that's just not been the case. So they got bumped and Charity's back to 8 p.m. That's Sorry. my theory. I don't know. I was not tracking the ratings. So okay, get found off in the comments with... below. Because yeah. <laughs> I do think that is public information. But... That's my hypothesis. Okay. Well, sorry, Kevin Jonas. Have you ever watched some of the Jonas Brothers show? I watched a little bit of it when we were at nine. It's not good. No, I did not even give it a chance. Oh. But I know a lot of the times they would always put new shows after Bachelor because mm -hmm. the people that leave their TVs on, yeah. I think it counts. It's like a free clip. Oh, no, it does count. It's That's a, a programming strategy, they mm -hmm. say, in the, in the TV world. In the biz. Yeah, mm -hmm. so not only did it give her a customizable Letterman jacket, he also played the song they first danced to, which, mm -hmm. like, that's wonderful, but also set up by our producer. Like, hey, Aaron, 
here's the Lauren Elena song because you have no way to get it. And here's a boom box. And here's your Etsy uh, Letterman jacket. Right. I'm also like shocked that he would even know who that artist was and what the song was, because I feel like they always find these like no name people to like sing a random song. So it's like, he was probably like, can you just get that song again? He probably didn't even know what it was. I wouldn't know what it was. Lauren Elena. She's like a real singer though. Is she? What is she saying? Um, Country songs. Yeah. But yeah, but name one. Sing, <laughs> sing a little ditty for me. Lauren Elena. That's how it goes. <laughs> yeah. No, she was on Dancing with the Stars. That's how I know her. Oh, Okay, well, I can't name one song by Lauren Elena. Okay, well, you're not Charity or Aaron B, so you don't have to. Let's see if Aaron can name one. That's the real test. Right, I don't think he can. I think he was like, just play that song again. All right, well, (laughs) moving over to Joey's hometown date. So Joey gives Charity a tennis lesson and a cute little tennis outfit. Also gifted by the producers. If we're going to have a theme here, Mm -hmm. I can't give Joey credit for going out and buying. That's fair. Like a Lululemon tennis outfit when like he in fact did not. Yes, that's true. I feel like I went on quite a journey with Joey's date because and I feel like you can even see it in my notes here because at first I'm like, Joey is my fave. He's so sweet. So Joey's uncle has a problem. And then towards the end there, I was starting to hear joey's uncle more like i went from being like joey's my favorite he's so sweet to joey's uncle such a hater and then to do we think he's saying this because he's seeing joey act a certain way on the show and he's kind of calling out that joey might be like playing a role and not really as into charity as i initially thought in the beginning of this date because i thought he was like so endearing so genuine and now i'm like what other thing does joey's uncle have to gain other than just like calling it as he sees it and being like, hey, girl, th- this guy is just here for Instagram. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Um, what I'm confused about is how he came to this conclusion after five minutes on the tennis court. Joey's uncle? Yeah. Like he hasn't mm. seen Joey in two months. The first time he's seeing him, there's lighting guys, sound guys, producers, camera guys on the tennis court with them. Like, of course, he's probably not going to be like, laid back Joey that he normally is. I thought that was kind of a reach. And the fact that he kept it going throughout the entire hometown date portion and the fact that like Charity then took it and and like was running with it. And I'm moving on to Dotton's date, but later on yeah. she like asks Dotton's family, like, am I getting the real Dotton? I don't know. We're basing this all on like an hour date. I'm like, maybe Joey's uncle knows something we don't know. about joey's intentions prior to going to the show because i do hear you it's like right how does he know how joey's been acting this entire time he hasn't been here the entire time i don't know something to ponder also i meant to look up too like what's joey's instagram like i'm like is is this a man who is giving off i want to be a contestant on the bachelor or is it more normal you know what i mean yeah we'll find out jackie's currently searching right now guys my phone is in the other room so i'm just not going to help that's fine. I mean, it's giving Instagram boy, I will say. This is giving someone who cares about Instagram. That's all, that's all I'm saying. I mean, he is Make a public what you figure. Will. He's a public figure now. Well, now, but before. His name is being thrown around quite a bit for Bachelor. I'm not surprised mm. if he's trying. Right, but then I see where Joey's uncle is coming from if he's like, oh, you agree this with man Uncle Joe? went in with an agenda. Yeah, no, throughout the journey of Joey's date, I ended up siding with Uncle Joe. But I think that's what they wanted us to think. That's why Joey got the last rose because they were trying to make us feel like, yeah, Joey got yeah. the last rose. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. they were trying to make us feel like there was actually 
like a chance that it was either Aaron or Joey. We had to equally believe that it was possible that one of them were going home. But mm-hmm. I feel like Joey was never going home. I feel like this Uncle Joe stuff was like, all right, we got to give some type of thing to make Joey have some kind of problem. Right. Because it's been too smooth sailing this entire time. And then Uncle Joe comes in and drops bombs and says, are you portraying yourself or are you portraying someone she wants? Regardless of him potentially not being who he's supposed to be, Mm -hmm. uh, Charity still tells his sister that she's without a doubt falling in love with him. And she's like absolutely giddy. Like this girl, the blatant difference between how she acts with Joey versus how she acted with Aaron B in the previous date is like night and day. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just like so obvious to me, like Aaron was never in the running, which is why it's weird to hear from Charity that he like was in the running. Because I'm just like, what are you seeing that, like, we're not seeing? And if there was something there and something significant, then, like, at editors and producers, like, show us then. Because I didn't really see anything with Aaron B the whole time. We also, side note about Joey, I forgot that in his lower third hometown, it says he's from Hawaii. But, like, we were not in Hawaii. Where the fuck were we? I didn't pay attention to where we were, but you're right. He's from Hawaii. Does, well, does that mean says. you live in Hawaii? Or you're from Hawaii. That's what I think. Because what I've noticed with some people in the past, it's like their lower third will say like they're from like LA or New York or like a bigger city. And that's where they live now as adults. But then when they go to their hometowns, they go to like a different place because that's where their family lives and that's where they grew up. So that's what I was like kind of thinking, I guess, was the situation that he lives in Hawaii now and his family's from somewhere else. But I I just think, like, we could have spiced up this episode so much, I would have wanted to see Hawaii. Well, they didn't have the budget for travel to go to Hawaii because they flew in Dotton's parents from Nigeria. So they were... True. They didn't have (laughs) the They're like, that's enough travel. Yeah. But wait, like, so he's a tennis pro in Hawaii. Is there a lot of tennis going on, like tennis matches going on in Hawaii? Like, honestly, not really. Do you know? (laughs) Yeah, actually, I actually go to Hawaii a lot, kind of. And my dad's moving there. Shut up. Oh my God. He's going to see Joey. Yeah, exactly. I guess people play tennis there. I mean, people play tennis all over the world. What does being a tennis pro entail? We saw him giving charity a tennis lesson today and I learned a couple things. Commit to the swing, Mm -hmm. like loosen your wrist, aim your arm, fall through. Yeah. Commit. He kept saying commit. You Mm. commit, Joey. You know, I felt like that was like, what does he... By tennis pro, does that mean his job is actual tennis player? I, people are going to get mad at me because I should know this, honestly. Why? Why should you know this? Because your dad's moving to Hawaii? No, because oh. they probably said, no, because they probably oh. said it throughout these episodes we've been watching what his job is or explained even in this episode why they're playing tennis. And I'm like, does he play tennis professionally? Like, what's happening? <laughs> Don't yeah. hate me, guys. I'm just a girl watching a show. I know. Um, I know. So what's, I do you know the answer to that either? Me, I thought it was just a hobby. I thought it was well, a Well, no, it's his lower nice third. Hobby. The tennis part? Yeah. It says tennis pro. That's his job. That's why I'm was, saying it. I was distracted by the Hawaii part that's right under <laughs> it, which we did not get to see. There's a lot of confusion here, clearly, you guys. Insert review. They don't even pay attention to the show when they're recapping No, that's it. exactly what God. they're going to say. We've gotten a few of those recently. So they're going to be like, well, girls, like, learn your fucking shit. Wait, and I'm really? Like, I'm trying. Saying that we're not watching the episodes? Just saying that we get things wrong sometimes. Literally, okay. kill me. 
I'm like, guys, leave, leave me alone. I'm just a girl. <laughs> like the thing that's annoying too, is it's like, people will be like, um, your literal job is to watch this show and know what's going on. And I'm like, you don't know what my actual job is. Like I have so much fucking shit going on. Oh my God. I'm trying to do this for you. So, <laughs> and just when I thought that this episode couldn't get any more dry and boring, they said, you know what we should do? <laughs> For this exciting, like it's hometowns. It's time to show Charity what your life is like and what she would be doing if she was engaged to you. And they said, hey, Xavier, let's go knitting. He knits. That's his hobby. I understand. But like you're telling me he doesn't have another more interesting hobby than knitting. And even not to knock knitting. If he loves knitting, I love that for him. That's amazing. But it's just like when you're talking with producers about like (laughs) brainstorming hometown ideas I thought the point was to make your hometown look exciting and like show a little piece of you and it's just to be like we're gonna sit with three ladies and knit an oven mitt like why was that the choice maybe he wanted a realistic hometown date like my hometown date would be like getting pizza and sitting on my couch and we'd watch like Jersey Shore reruns Mm. And, and that would be but my hometown But that seems date. more exciting than <laughs> That's knitting. True. Like, and truly, I think knitting is a lovely, wholesome hobby. And I love that for Xavier. No, I just think sweet. for television's sake, you know, it's really sweet. For television's sake, I'm like, can we see a little more here? Like, it's a fucking bachelor. <laughs> People are supposed to be skydiving. You're supposed to be traveling to exotic places. And we're just like... Let's sit in a library and knit. It's like, no, I I get what you mean. Again, we're not hating on knitting. I actually think that's really cool. And I wish that I could like make scarves and shit. That's awesome. It would be as if someone's hobby is like, oh, I'm like a big bookworm. So we're going to read. And it's like, that's wonderful. But for TV, maybe you shouldn't read a book because we're sitting there just staring at you, watching you read. Right. So I get what you're saying. Yeah. So someone in Xavier's family asks Charity, if she's falling in love or if she's already in love. And I rewound this twice to make sure I got mm. it right. She says she's in between in like and falling in love. Does she mean like falling in like and falling in love? Because what the hell? She specifically said in between in like and falling in love. Here's my interpretation. I feel <laughs> like when you're in like with someone, you like them. And but like, that's kind of where it is. Like, you're not really thinking about like, future romantic prospects of like, oh, could this be someone I'm falling in love with? Like you just, you like them. You're like, oh, we get along really well. I think you're cool versus like falling in love with someone is I think working towards like a romantic future. So if you're in between, she's like, quite frankly, I think that's like a bad thing for Charity to say at this stage. Cause it's like, you, you're not sure if you could be falling in love with him. You're still like in between in like and mm-hmm. falling. That's not a good space to be for this stage of the process mm, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. her um xavier's mom asked what she first liked about him and did you notice what i was blown away that no one picked up on this she says how gentle xavier was and if you recall mm. during aaron's date they said so what makes him attractive to you and she said i like how gentle he is i thought that was so odd one i've never described a gentleman caller of mine as gentle like that's that's just not a word but what if he was a knitter that's a gentle activity that's true a gentle yes i hear what you're saying yeah like it 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 was weird for such an unusual characteristic 
Mm-hmm. to be described for two different people and for no one to catch it. Yeah, it's giving like she just picked a word because yeah. she didn't have anything to say about Aaron B or Xavier because yeah. no offense at Xavier. I think Xavier is in second. Like if Aaron B was in last place, as we saw, because he literally went home, I think Xavier is second to last place personally. Right, and the fact that she used the throwaway description. Exactly. It's like, oh, I guess he's gentle. Like, like I really what, think what? this is a competition now between Dotton and Joey. Oh, I mean, I feel like all of the internet already kind of knows that. We don't actually mm-hmm. know that. But I think that's fairly obvious. Yeah. I thought it was kind of cool. Um, Xavier seems like a normal dude. Uh, one of his family members said that, like, the fear that he has is coming from... It's not about him not, like, being ready to get engaged. The fear comes from the fact that it's such a short amount of time. And I'm like, yes, finally, someone speaking normal truth. It is weird to get engaged so quickly. I agree. But someone said, do you feel like charity could be that person? And he said, I feel like I can get there. And you know how I feel about that phrase. It's so fucking weird. I feel like next week I'll get there. Okay. Well, let me know next week how you feel, Xavier. Right. It's just going back to like, well, so you're not there now. And like, what what about next week? Do you feel like what's going to happen? Well, I guess fantasy suite. But like, it's such a weird thing to say. I feel like I can get there next week. It's like, yeah. okay, but like, <laughs> right. I, to your point, like what's happening next week. It's like, why do you know that within this one week time, so much is going to change. Like, I think it has to be more circumstantial than that. So yeah, I agree with what you're saying. But he tells her at the end of the date that he's falling in love with her and she's super happy about it. Way mm-hmm. more happy than when Aaron said that Aaron said, I really feel like I'm falling in love with you, which is different from, I'm falling in love with you. He just really feels like it. Right, right, right. right, Semantics. Such an important distinction. Okay, moving on to like the hometown date of the evening. Mm -hmm. The standout date to me, which is Dotton. I thought so too. Yes. So we kick off. Dotton's parents are not there. They're in Nigeria and we're not going to be meeting them. We're just meeting like his awesome grandmother and a few other family members. And then surprise knock at the door it's Dotton's mom and dad it just goes to show I think how much either like charity clearly really likes Dotton or like production sees that he is so much the front runner because I don't think they would just fly in someone's parents if it was like Aaron B like if Aaron B was like hey my parents are out of town they're not gonna be here they would have been like okay okay can we zoom meet your sister like (laughs) yeah yeah. so it's just the fact that they did so much just solidifies for me that Dotton is like in first place right now also too I think Charity was the most emotional with him Mm -hmm. throughout the whole date and she wasn't emotional with anyone else it was just like to me it was like light years different than totally anything we've seen tonight and she's been emotional with him this entire time like this whole Mm -hmm. journey I feel like every time they have a sweet moment she cries and I'm like you wouldn't she, mm-hmm. she cried like episode two with him. Like you wouldn't yeah. be getting emotional unless you felt like there was something serious here. Yeah, I agree. So Dotton says that he's falling in love when asked if he's falling versus actually in love. That I was surprised about, but I feel like he'll get there next he'll week. He'll get there. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, no, I, I really liked this hometown date. I thought it was very sweet. I think like the whole little like car montage thing at the end was very cute. But it was weird. It's like, I think you had written this down. It's like, why are they doing this for him and no one else? Well, yes, that was like a huge standout to me. And then I couldn't remember. Sorry, because I'm human and I couldn't remember. But did he get like, did he not get a daytime 
date like you know how everyone got a little date before yeah. and then they met the parents did he not get that and maybe that's why and his date was for after yeah because it seems like his meeting his parents and his family was like during the day it seemed like yeah but like you know how like joey had the little tennis lesson yeah so maybe that's why they just did it backwards right like they, they're like well dotton's thing is a movie so that should be at night so we'll do it after but the fact that his was last and his movie thing was at night it just felt more special and like mm-hmm. he was getting special treatment, which he totally. deserves. I mean, I really like them together. I think they're a cute couple if they end up together. And I feel like she really connected with his mom, mm-hmm. who I I thought she looked so beautiful after traveling from out of the country. Yeah. Like you just like you definitely got like your makeup done. You have a gorgeous dress on. I thought she looked so pretty. And she said that she would bring charity to Nigeria and give her a wedding. And she said, I adopted you. You're my daughter. I know. So sweet. It was really touching. I'm loving it. No, I really like them. I would you say, would you put your money on Dotton? Yes. As of right now, seeing what we're seeing here. I think yes. Because like, who's number two? Joey, in my opinion. But I just think it's like no competition the way she acts with Dotton versus Joey. Yeah. See, I wasn't even sure if like Xavier versus Joey. Mm, no. For me, Xavier's with Aaron B. <laughs> they're, they're gentle. Gentle giants. <laughs> and that's how I think Charity views them as well. True. Okay. So <laughs> Charity has a pointless talk with Jesse who already knows exactly what happened. What? Yes, but speaking of this pointless talk, obviously it was pointless, so I was barely listening to it. But the whole time, I'm like looking at Charity's face and I'm like, her skin, she looks so flawless. Like, oh my God, like I literally cannot see a pore on her face. I'm just like going off, admiring her skin. And then two seconds later, they have the stupid half-assed commercial for foundation. And so then I, it all like blew my mind that I'm like, did they do something special to her skin because they were like then products placing the foundation two seconds after that. Well, I noticed the commercial because hi, Joe and Serena, but no, but I'm saying in the actual episode, she literally was there. And then when she's like getting ready, they show the foundation again in the episode. Oh, wait, in the Bachelorette episode? Yeah. And then they have the commercial with Joe and Serena after in the commercial break, but they literally put product placement of the foundation in the episode and then as soon as i saw it i was like oh well that's no shit that's why her skin like looked amazing like they clearly over time made sure her skin looked amazing because they were going to advertise this foundation it all makes sense but her skin always looks good she always looks beautiful yeah i remember but we used to say this during zach season i was like she looks Mm -hmm. like airbrushed i know maybe she was wearing airbrush makeup and made to make her skin look like extra good like you're saying I think something was different in this talk with Jesse mm, Palmer. Like, okay. yes, you're you're right. She always looks good in her skin. She's always had great skin. But I think something was different. They did something mm, extra to advertise okay. this foundation well, with product placement. I feel like I may have shared this on the podcast or Patreon or somewhere. I feel like I've told you this before. But I saw mm-hmm. Impractical Jokers like live on stage. And they did this whole bit about Wendy's Baconator. And it was a story that they're telling. It's like a comedy show. And they're telling this story about Wendy's Baconator. And it's really fun. It's one of the biggest takeaway stories that they told. And I thought it was funny. Made me want to get Wendy's on the way home. And I was watching Impractical Jokers like a few weeks later. And during the commercial break, there was a commercial for Wendy's Baconator. And I was like, mind blown. That was definitely a package. And it Mm. was we need you to make up a skit about to mention it. And then we're going to buy a commercial too or whatever. Yeah, I'm like. It just ruined it for me. I'm like, oh, that story wasn't real. That was product placement. Yeah. Now that you're saying this, I remember you 
telling us say that some other I don't remember whether it was an episode or a Patreon episode or, or what it was or but just a I, conversation or we just talked about it and it wasn't recorded that's also <laughs> I guess a possibility but yeah I agree it, it was a package people well she's talking to Jesse with her perfect skin she says mm-hmm. two people are going to be heartbroken tonight and I'm one of those people I haven't heard a bachelorette reference the fact that she's also the heartbroken one especially with someone who's like a, a top four like I I could see it with like a two runner-up yeah but yeah I feel like we do see it a lot with runner-ups but yeah especially because I'm like girl it was never there with Aaron B I don't know I don't know what show everyone else is watching <laughs> I'm like you're not heartbroken he's not heartbroken like it's fine but they both were. They were. I think I you're know. missing In something. The moment. <laughs> I actually, I feel like this breakup was really heart-wrenching. He said, I thank God for you. Like they were dropping some like deep one-liners to each other during yeah. this breakup. I'm falling in love with someone yet. I sent them home. That's the most absurd thing I've ever done. Like kill me, put a dagger in my heart. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you're right. like not. Maybe, you're well, not I'm like, okay, fine. Anything. I'm open to the fact that may- maybe I was missing something, but it just, I, it wasn't there for me. Well, maybe he'll find love in paradise. Here's for sure. The preview for the next few episodes actually looks pretty good. Anything stand out? Um. Oh, someone comes back. Someone comes back. I keep thinking it's like her cheating ex, but I think that might be like too awful of them to do. Yeah. But they, they've done it before. So like I wouldn't put it past them. I don't know. It just looks like it's going to be good. Yeah, no, it's it looks really good. I'm excited. Maybe Aaron comes back. Maybe Brayden comes back. Maybe Zach mm-hmm. Shalcross comes back <gasps> to give her a lesson on calculators. So true. I hope it's Brayden, low-key. And to be fair, no. whenever I said I was Team Brayden, no one said that's a bad opinion to me. So No one said it to me either. Okay, so I don't think I'm in the minority. Maybe I'm not in the majority, but I'm not in the minority either. Okay. I thought I was going to be like the one girl who said it, and we were going to get a bunch of DMs being like, how could you like Brayden, blah, 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 blah. But no one said anything. So I think there are some Brayden fans out there in the world. Make yourselves known, people. <laughs> yeah, speak up. Don't be ashamed. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he'll try to redeem himself during the mental all. When is that, by the way? Because if we're at home, they have dates- not that i'm like are they skipping it no because i feel like no but now would be the right time to be like and before like before they do fantasy suites they always do men tell all and they haven't advertised it maybe it's after fantasy suites potentially i just feel like we and they'll be like by now all your favorites are back wait also too i feel like usually we hear spoilers or not even spoilers but like rumblings because people go to the filming of the men tell all and like people who work in the industry try to go and people say things that happened at the tell-alls i haven't heard anything maybe it didn't film film one maybe it didn't film but like they gotta get on that if they're airing it in the next like two or three weeks do you want to call jesse palmer after this recap and we'll let him know that he needs he's like oh shit i totally forgot (laughs) thanks thank you so much for reminding (laughs) me i think that is what happened no i i think they're maybe not doing it which would be kind of bullshit because, like, I don't know. Like, that's not fair to Charity. She deserves all the different parts of her they're, season. Jackie, they're doing it. I don't know. <laughs> Wait till it doesn't happen. I, I, I've seen no promo. There's no whispers. And I think they would have had to film it by now. Oh, God. I hope you all have a beautiful Monday. Or no, by the time you'll be listening to this, it's Tuesday. So I hope you guys have a great Tuesday. Oh, wait. Um, wait. Um, Our episode on Thursday, though. It's going to be a juicy like a juicy juice the, the juiciest of the juices you've ever juiced it's before. gonna be like a gusher you know where you bite into it and the juice explodes in your mouth that's holy what this shit. gonna be 
I know. I mean, should we give a little more or no? I think no. Here's what I'll say. No, here's what I'll say. The answers are out there in the world. The people are talking. Okay. Yes. That's Jackie's way of saying the person that is our guest this week. Keep saying he's on Keep saying guests. it. I mean, he does. He's not saying that um, it's work. He's going on. She's all batch, but mm-hmm. he's making it clear that he's going somewhere. And I'll, we'll tell you guys he's, he's coming to she's all batch. Yeah. Are you excited? I'm like nervy. So it's, well, we're actually, we're, we're recording with him tomorrow morning. I know. We, and I'll, I'll just say, if you guys have been keeping up with She's All Batch and you listen every week, you're going to definitely want to hear what he has to say. For sure. I want to hear what he has to say. I want to hear what he has to say. <laughs> he said he's going to pr- prove it all and has all the receipts. I can't wait to see him. All right. Well, until then, make sure you subscribe to She's All Batch podcast so you don't miss Thursday's episode and you don't miss the future recap episodes. And if there is a men tell all, we're going to recap that. You're not going to want to miss that. Right. So there might not be a mental all, but you know, <laughs> why? just in case, you <laughs> why to wouldn't be? there be? Okay. Yeah. 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 In case Jackie doesn't get a chance to remind Jesse Palmer that they're dropping the ball, they'll forget. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see. Well, um, is that it? I think that's it. Goodbye, bitches. Bye.